Welcome to the Free and Happy Woman Podcast. My name is Teddy. I'm a mind-to-body wellness coach, and my mission is to inspire you to prioritize your health, healing, and happiness. I'm here to remind you that all of this is possible no matter where you are in life. This is the place where you're going to learn how to put yourself first, stop holding yourself back from your own happiness, and get empowered to return home to yourself. Here, we're going to be talking about topics that help you to dig deeper with yourself and create long-lasting emotional healing so that you can create the life that you truly desire. If any of that resonates with you, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'm sending you a great big hug for showing up for yourself today. All right, beautiful soul, let's get started. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome or welcome back to my little corner of the internet. If we're just meeting for the first time, hello there. My name is Teddy. I am a mind-body wellness coach and I love helping women and overgivers learn how to put themselves first and find joy again through strengthening their emotional health because when you feel good emotionally, everything else falls into place. Today, we are diving deep into the power of reprogramming our mind to heal our feminine energy. Before we get started, I just want to briefly mention a free training that I created called Embody Your Healing. In this training, you're going to learn all about the mind-body connection and how you can heal your emotions using embodiment practices. We also go into a 15-minute guided practice so that you can experience exactly what that can look and feel like. The link is in the description box down below. I hope you enjoy it. In the everyday stress and hustle to take care of ourselves and the people that we love, it's very easy to lose touch with our inner essence, our feminine core, especially in today's economy where a lot of us have been taken back to survival mode and others are still struggling to get out of it. Let me know which one you are in the comments. But literally all we desire sometimes is making sure that we have enough resources to support ourselves and those that we love if we are the sole provider or one of the providers. However, when we stay in that space of survival for far too long, we end up getting taken further and further away from our feminine power, that essence of abundance and nurturing. Over time, we develop a mindset where we are the provider and not the nurturer. And for women, that comes naturally to us. But the unnaturalness of the world patriarchy has taken us away from our natural state. I'm not here to argue with anybody about that. Just read and do the research for yourself. In addition to that, we remember to give, but we forget to receive. And we end up believing that we have to be strong at all times and carry the load because we feel weak if we ask for help. Sometimes this hyper independence is so rooted in us that we literally cannot ask for help because we're not wired to do this. We forget that we're allowed to rest, be creative and thrive no matter how much or little we think or feel that we have in that moment. So today we're talking about some powerful ways to help you to reconnect with your authentic self and help you to rediscover your true feminine power and step out of that role of strong woman so that you can begin to heal the parts of yourself that are holding you back from resting and just being. So let's get started. The first thing I want you to do is ask yourself, how do I define feminine energy? When you think about the phrase feminine energy, what comes up for you and how does that make you feel? One thing I want to note about this is that there's no one set definition on it, but it's more so a concept or ideas that we can use to help us to form our own beliefs around it. Now, 
I believe that in the past we've allowed a lot of people who aren't qualified to say what is and isn't feminine to define this for us. And the danger of this, especially for young folks on the internet, is it allows misinformation to help us to form a reality that can be harmful for us. For example, some individuals may believe that to be feminine means to do all the cooking and cleaning, be pretty, and have a soft, quiet presence. But there is so much more to it than that. Feminine energy is caring creative, expressive. It's what brings people together and creates community and it's intuitive. It was also never meant to be centered around men. I know that may be hard for some people to accept, but we'll get into that point a little later. So how do you specifically define feminine energy and how does that make you feel? Now, a point that I think is important to talk about and something that really helped me is I worked on healing my emotions and I got to know my triggers. Now, when I say I got to know my triggers, I really just mean I analyzed when I would have strong emotional reactions, like stronger than normal, and I would give myself more attention in those times and not just brush it off as another reaction. We often think of triggers as these awful things about ourselves that need to be fixed or corrected, but they're actually just reminders of parts of ourselves that need just a little more more TLC. So that's what I did. Like if I was having a disagreement with someone and I'd feel myself becoming more passionate than normal, I'd spend more time with myself afterwards and just ask myself a few questions. Why did I react that way? What is it about this topic that makes me feel so strongly? What is it about this person, what they said or how they said it that made me feel like I needed to react or respond in the way that I did? Just asking yourself a few reflective questions will get you in tune with yourself and understand yourself, what you value and what you believe in a whole lot more. And in addition to that, I worked on strengthening my own emotional resilience. So that way, when I was in a situation that I knew could bring out a strong emotional response, I knew how to either disengage or do the work within my own body so that I can remain calm and still be able to get my point across in a collective manner if the situation calls for it. And we will be talking about emotional resilience and how to put it into practice a lot more on this platform in the future. So if you wanna learn more about that, along with emotional regulation and healing, subscribe and stay tuned so that you don't miss a thing. The next thing I did was I set healthy boundaries and I got used to saying no. Since we just talked about emotional triggers, I think it's important to note that not everything and everyone deserves a response from you. And some things, it's okay to just let them be. Now, I'd like to think that I'm getting more and more connected on my spiritual walk every single day, but I am not at the level yet where I can say, turn the other cheek and actually believe in it. Absolutely not. If someone disrespects you or mistreats you in any way, I believe in saying, I forgive you, I love you, but I need you to be better. And just because you forgive them does not mean that they should automatically have the same spot in your life that they once had if they did something that they have enough sense to know wouldn't make you happy or comfortable. It's okay to love people from a distance and I think as a collective we as women do need to get better at this but it's naturally more difficult for us because we are the nurturers and we always want to make sure that the people around us are good even at our own expense. We overgive and we neglect ourselves in the process but even though feminine energy is nurturing there has to to be a balance of giving and receiving and it's okay to not give and say no if what you're considering doing for a person doesn't feel in alignment with your goals and your desires. This is not you being mean. This is you reminding yourself that you matter too. 
in the midst of trying to be everything to everyone, we oftentimes forget about ourselves. And this is just one of the many ways that we become disconnected from ourselves and from our feminine energy. It's that over giving energy in us that forces us to run on empty and attempt to give from an empty cup but you can't give from an empty cup. The concept just doesn't make sense if you tried it literally. You have to constantly have something in that cup in order to continue to pour into other containers. The same rule applies to us. So to make sure that you can keep pouring into those who actually deserve your energy, you have to start saying no and stop pouring into people who have proven to you that they are not interested and have no desire to pour into you. When you learn to say no more, you free up mental space and time so that you can start taking care of yourself and start creating space for people who love to pour back into you. Now, once you set those boundaries and you get good at saying no to overgiving, you want to learn or relearn how to receive. And yes, this does include asking for and receiving help. I don't know about you, but as I stepped more into my womanhood, it was difficult for me to ask for help. And the older I got, the harder it became. And I'll be 30 in a month as I'm filming this. But personally, for me, the reason why I found it to be hard to ask for help is because I come from a family of women who did it all. The women in my family picked up the slack and took care of the children, no questions asked, and they took care of each other. I saw women do it all, go to school, work hard, take out the trash, pay the bills, all of it. And I saw my mom exhausted at times. And as a kid, I just saw this as the norm. And while I am appreciative for everything that the women in my life have done for me, now I'm seeing how it can become a problem if you don't have a sense of community. And this is just across the board. The woman does it all no matter how tired she is because it needs to get done. And who's going to do it if you don't? So I got older and I did it all on my own too. No matter how tired or sick or depressed I was at times, I made it my responsibility to do it all because for me, asking for help meant that I was admitting that I can't do everything that I'm supposed to be doing. And that is an unhealthy way to live. But when I started to train myself to remember that I am enough and I do enough and I am worthy of rest, I started to practice asking for help with very small things like I'd ask a man to reach something on the top shelf of a grocery store because my independent ass would try to climb the shelf. So extra, I know. But then I worked my way up to asking for help in other areas and even in my career life I'd ask myself questions like do I really need to be doing this or can I pass this on to someone else? Is this an effective use of my time or can someone do this better and quicker than me? You have to be honest with yourself because yes you've proven to yourself that you can do it all on your own, but do you have to and do you need to? Because humans weren't meant to operate like that. We were meant to live in communities. And when you look at cultures that still live in close-knit communities, you'll notice that there isn't one person who does everything alone. Everyone has their own specific roles and responsibilities and nobody gets burned out. The next point I need to talk about is decentering men. Yes, stop making men the reason why you do anything and make you your reason for doing everything. Whenever you look up anything related to femininity, you're going to find a lot of crap. I'm talking videos, blog posts, all from men who call themselves experts and think they truly understand what feminine energy really is. And that's a problem because when you hear them try to explain to you, a woman, how to be more feminine, it's usually in a way that benefits men. And it's usually explained in a way where you should want to be more feminine just so you can remain attractive to them. But the point of healing your feminine energy is not solely to attract them. It's to benefit you and elevate your life. 
the men being attracted to you is just a byproduct of that and if we're being honest it doesn't take much to attract them anyway the purpose of your healing journey is supposed to be for you first and then you can work on attracting the types of relationships that you want when you stop making men the reason for why you do things like dress cute work out and everything else you actually start enjoying life a lot more because everything you do is for you and to make you feel good and when you have that space to just focus on yourself and enjoy yourself you're going to be a lot happier feel more at peace and you're going to be more focused on your goals because you don't have anyone slowing you down or getting in your head about anything i do not believe in hopping from relationship to relationship for this very reason you need time with just you because that's when we get the most clarity when we have that time of peace and stillness no fighting no drama nobody around to make you question how you see and value yourself and no trying to convince somebody that you're worthy of the things that you're asking for because over time you're going to start believing that you're worthy and you're not going to care who believes it or not you're just going to start naturally surrounding yourself with people who know that you're worthy start buying yourself the flowers and start treating yourself the way you want to be treated and when you take time to do this i guarantee you the things that you've accepted in the past you will not be accepting them again and the types of people that you begin to attract you'll notice that they'll start being higher quality because guess what your price just went up yes you can still date men and bless them with your beautiful energy but you have to stop making them the center of your world babe next make more time to rest create and play now the reason why i'm putting rest creativity and play all in the same category is because they can go hand in hand with one another and you need all three if you want to be more balanced with your feminine energy for healing your feminine energy learning to rest and say i've done enough for today provides you with the opportunity to release stress and it can help you to heal the part of yourself that feels like you constantly have to be doing even though you already played the overachiever role for the day resting allows us to reconnect with our bodies so that we can tune back into our intuition if we aren't resting enough that of course can lead to emotional imbalances and burnout and resting more doesn't always have to mean sleeping more your resting times can include and actually should include times of creativity and times for play so when it comes to creativity engaging in some type of creative activity such as art writing something related to music dancing or something outdoorsy like gardening can be deeply therapeutic creativity encourages self-reflection and it helps us to process our emotions even those that might be buried deep within that we might have forgotten about. By tapping into that creativity, women can channel that feminine energy and turn it into self-expression and discover or rediscover who we truly are. Now, if you have kids, the play part should be easy and I know your babies will appreciate playing with you more. But learn how to have fun again and just be silly and don't worry about who may be watching because there's something very freeing and healing in connecting with the child within. And lastly, this one is really important is practice self-compassion you're doing enough sometimes life feels like trash especially in this economy but you have to remember that everything is not a reflection of us and something that we've done and even if it is you can't feel bad about it forever and you shouldn't because it's not going to get you anywhere further think about that ex you gave more than one chance to did they even deserve it now imagine if you took that same ability to forgive and you applied it to yourself it's easy for us to think oh i should have or could have done this or i should have known better well the reality is that in that moment you didn't but that's okay because you're human and I get it. We hold ourselves to such a high standard, but at the end of the day, you can only do so much and you're going to screw up because
because that's just what humans do. It's a part of the experience. We are imperfect, but that doesn't make us any less deserving or any less of a beautiful person. I believe as long as you mean well and you tried your best today, that's what's really important. And learn how to tell yourself, I love you and it's okay. That one was extremely hard for me to start doing. Something that really helped me is I would talk to myself the same way I would talk to my daughter. And this can work if you don't have kids, of course. So for example, think about what goes through your head if you spill a glass of water versus if a child spills that same glass of water. Are you gonna say to that child, OMG, you're so clumsy. You just had a dumb moment. I can't believe you just did that. No, you're gonna be more gentle and you're most likely gonna tell them that it's okay and you're just gonna clean it up and move on. Also think about the tone of voice that you would use. It's probably really calm and really sweet because we have that whole nurturing thing going on there. Apply that same concept to yourself and talk to yourself using similar language that you would use with a child because the way we are wired to speak to children is so much more healing than the way that we speak to ourselves. So give yourself more grace and stop beating yourself up for doing what you were put here to do, which is to be human. That is all I have for today. I hope you were able to gain something or be reminded of something that maybe you already knew. Thank you so much for showing up for yourself and I will see you soon. Bye. Hello again. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed it and got some major takeaways from it that you can start using today. If this episode resonated with you in any way, share it with someone that you love. And if you share it on social media, don't forget to tag me because I love seeing how what I do impacts people just like you. Don't forget to leave a review on the podcast. And if you want to learn more about the true secrets to going deeper on your emotional healing journey and seeing lifelong change, I've crafted a free training just for you called Embody Your Healing. After this training, you'll know exactly how to clear unprocessed emotions and trauma from your body and live your life as the healed, free, and happy woman that you truly desire to be. All of this is possible simply by tuning into your body's inner wisdom. The power to heal and have true clarity is already within you. You just have to learn how to tap into it, and I want to help you do this. You'll also receive a free guided embodiment practice that will help you to release emotional baggage and feel more love and joy today. The link is in the show notes for you, and I can't wait to hear about some of your takeaways and insights from the training soon. I love you so much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you soon.